ability to talk on the TED stage first in 2009 about how sound affects people, because we've done a lot of research about that. And then it started to morph into considering the sounds that we all make, primarily speaking, of course, and the sounds we surround ourselves with, the kind of design of our environment, and also the question, why aren't we listening? So as a starting point, and this, this might be an overly simplified question, but what is sound? How do, you, how do you think about sound itself? Well, let's define sound simply as vibration that we can hear. I mean, that's a very practical definition. Everything's vibrating. You know, you and I are vibrating from the, the smallest possible level, the strings that make up the particles that make up the atoms that make up the molecules and cells and so forth. Every level of us is vibrating. So kind of life is vibration. It's hardly surprising that sound affects us when you think of it like that. You know, you're kind of a, you're a chord sitting there of lots and lots of vibrations all put together. Sound, though, is, is vibration we can hear. It needs a medium to carry it. That's normally air. Although you, you may not know, sound travels much faster through water, about twice as fast through water, actually, and a lot further, too. If we're not uh, making a lot of noise in the oceans, you know, whales can communicate over hundreds of miles to each other. So sound is vibration we can hear through a medium, and it affects us profoundly. What are some of the ways that, that sound can affect us? Well, I've distinguished four ways, actually. And in the last 13 years, I've had no, uh, no need to add to any of these. So I'm, I think these are pretty robust. The first is physiologically. Sound changes our bodies. It affects our heart rate, breathing, brain waves, hormone secretions, all our bodily rhythms. A very simple example is a sudden sound. So, ha! For example, I've just given you a little shot of cortisol, your fight-flight hormone. Your body will do that anytime there's a sudden or unexpected noise or a strange unexplained noise. We interpret that as a threat. And that comes from sharing caves with tigers and bears a couple of hundred thousand years ago. You know, you had to interpret sounds as threats. It was safer to do that. And it's, it's very deep. Every animal does that. It's sound is, hearing is our primary warning sense. So we listen carefully for danger all the time. By the same token, sound can calm you down. If any of the, the, the people listening to this have problems sleeping, my strong advice is to try the sound of gentle surf. It's a very peaceful sound. It's a sound which will slow the heart rate, slow the breathing, and is very soporific indeed. Sound entrains all of our bodily rhythms. If I drop you in a nightclub with you know rapid dance music, 140 beats per minute at uh, 90 or 100 decibels, your heart rate will immediately accelerate. So we get entrained by sound around us. That's the first way. Second way sound affects us psychologically. Of course it does. We all know that music, for example, can affect our feelings, our moods, our emotions. Sad music can bring us down. Happy music can bring us up. We use it either to enhance a mood or to counteract a mood. And it's not the only sound that carries emotional impact, actually. Sound works a great deal of the time by association. So there may be sounds from your childhood that would cause an immediate visceral emotional reaction in you. Maybe the sound of somebody's voice or a grandfather clock ticking or a horse clopping down a, a, a lane. You know, these kind of sounds can mean a lot to us. 
And at the same time, there are sounds that we all react to, like birdsong, for example. Gentle birdsong normally means everything's safe and sound. So most people, when they hear birdsong, they feel a sense of security. And actually, we use birdsong a lot in offices and other spaces precisely for that reason. It's also, of course, nature's alarm clock. So when the birds are singing, it's time to be awake. As anybody who's been to a very, very late party knows, that moment when the birds start singing is a moment when the guilt kicks in. And <laughs> you're thinking, it really is time to be home now. Third way sound affects us is cognitively. Nobody can understand two people talking at the same time. Think about it. You really can't. You know, if somebody's talking and somebody else is talking, you go, look, hey, you're quiet. I'm trying to listen to this person. And by the same token, if somebody's talking and you're trying to work, it's very disturbing, isn't it? Actually, we have bandwidth for around 1.6 human conversations. And that means that if there is somebody talking next to